There's a reality TV show in Norway these days that's bridging the gap between Americans whose ancestors left the old country and today's Norway. Alt for Norge, or All for Norway, shows Norwegians what happens when their distant American cousins get introduced to the homeland for the first time while searching for their roots. Tor Orald is executive producer of Alt for Norge, and he joins us from the NRK studios in Oslo. And on the phone, we have one of the winning contestants, Beth Butala from Bloomington in Minnesota. Tor and Beth, Tusentak for joining us. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having us. You bet. Hey, hey, Tor, tell us about the reality shows in general in Norway. Uh, they're really popular in the United States. What's the scene like in Norway? Well, in Norway, the scene is pretty much the same as in, in the U.S. We've got, like, the Survivor show. We got Idol and all those sort of shows. Are some of them kind of knockoffs of American shows? You just take the formula in Europe and you adapt it for Norway? Yeah, they're, they're the same, like, exactly the same as they are in the U.S. But your show? All for Norway. That's that's a unique concept. Can you kind of um, give us the lay of the land? What is this show? Well, the setup is that we take 12 Norwegian Americans that have never been to Norway before, and we take them into Norway, let them compete in being the best in adapting to Norwegian everyday life. Uh, there's no, like, voting or anything. They have to compete in, like, whatever crazy thing we come up with, from ski jumping to eating sheep heads or swearing. And then the person that is each week least adaptable to the Norwegian culture is sent home to the U.S. And in the end, we are stuck with one winner who wins a reunion with their long-lost Norwegian relatives. Wow. How long has this show been going on? We just finished uh, the sixth season yesterday. So we're now starting preparing for season seven. Now, Beth, Beth from Minnesota, you're, you're not only a contestant, you were a big champion. Tell us about uh, some of these challenges that Tor was talking about, and and, uh, what were you so good at? I'm not sure if I was really that good at them, (laughs) but I did seem to get pretty lucky, and I had a lot of fun. We got to dress up as animals and run through the Norwegian woods tasting aquavit, all while being shot at by our fellow contestants with paintball guns. We threw fiskebollers into each other's mouths and had to compete in a relay race. Oh, my gosh. We did all kinds of crazy things. Had to learn Norwegian phrases while we were on a ferry and had to repeat them back, you know, pronouncing everything correctly. So (laughs) we really learned a lot about all the different types of um, Norwegian daily life. It sounds like sort of Norwegian cultural boot camp. Just for our listeners to know, Akavit is like the fire water, right? And you don't sip it, you throw it down. So you're running through the forest dressed up like an animal while Norwegians are shooting paintballs at you, drinking Akavit with your fellow contestants. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Fiskeballer, when I was a little kid, that was what my grandma would always serve me, and that was fish balls. They say, uh, you know, Norwegian food is generally white, and uh, a lot of traditions. Now, you're from Minnesota, How did the culture that you learned about compare with the culture you understood being raised in America? Was it similar? Uh, What was your your aha moment going back to actually see Norway rather than hearing about it through your relatives in Minnesota? Yeah, it was so different. I think growing up, I thought of Norway and kind of Norwegian culture as things that like my grandma would sit in the basement of her church and talk about while eating lefse and wearing a Norwegian sweater. So it seems very old-fashioned to me. And that makes sense because I think a lot of the traditions that, you know, our relatives took over are from, you know, the 1850s, and that's kind of what we stuck with. 
but now Norway is such a different place to me and it's so vibrant and so progressive and has so much going on. So my impression of it has completely changed and I went from kind of really not seeing how that would really impact my life so much to now having it be a huge part of my life and, you know, what I spend my day-to-day thinking about and and doing. You know, Beth, that's so interesting because so many of us Americans have, uh, we have grandparents that came from the old country. And in a sense, our understanding of our heritage is sort of stuck in a time warp from people who left the old country two or three generations ago. And clearly, it's not your grandma's Norway anymore, is it? Yeah, exactly. There were so many things that are that are so modern and even perhaps more modern than what we have in America. For example, on Fridays we learned that, you know, it's very common for on Fridays for Norwegians to have taco Fridays or to eat frozen pizzas on Fridays and we were like, "What? We couldn't believe that." Yeah, what about the uh, lefse and what about the uh, uh, what are the what's the what's the horrible food that people eat the the rotten fish? Lutefisk. Lutefisk, yeah. They eat more tacos than lutefisk. Yeah, I think so. I mean, tomorrow can speak more to it, but we did also get to experience a lot of the traditional food, and there are people there who are, you know, still really, it's really important to them, and I think that's another part of the show is just learning about how, you know, tradition is still so important, and I think sometimes in our kind of American lives and American culture, we kind of let that slide a little Mm -hmm. bit, and I'm not sure if we always see, like, the importance of that. That's one thing I'm inspired by when I do travel in other countries is the importance they put on their heritage and teaching the younger generation the values of the older generation, and so they're sure they know from where they came. Right now on Travel with Rick Steves, we're talking about the hit reality TV show that everybody's watching in Norway these days. It's called Alt for Norga, or in English, All for Norway. I'm joined by the show's executive producer in Oslo, that's Tor Orwald, and Beth Butala, who is an all-American girl from Minnesota who is a winning contestant on the show. Hey, Tor, when you're watching an episode, and I got to watch a, a part of an episode, I was really struck by the great emotions that there are with your contestants when they get to meet their family, and also how Ellis Island is a big part of the show. Yeah, season one, the show was very much a fish-out-of-water concept, where we took people who had no idea about Norway and put them in weird situations they've never encountered, skiing or whatever, uh, experiencing things they've never had. We learned after seasons of doing this that people actually started to know a lot more when they came over. People we casted had heard about the show, had seen episodes, and we had to put more emphasis on the emotional aspect of the show rather than the humorous aspect. It's still a lot of of humor, it's a very good-natured show, but we started to tapping more into the genealogy and the heritage part Mm -hmm. and giving the contestants more information. We did a lot more genealogy research on the contestants' families and found out stuff and stories that were really mind-blowing, actually. I think in the season that you mentioned from, from Ellis Island, we actually found out that one of the contestants' grandmother was convicted murder in Norway. And we had a lot of really, really strong stories to tell that were totally unknown for our Mm. contestants. To discover that must have just overwhelmed them with emotion. Yeah, a lot of emotion. And people are, I think Beth can say this as well, is it's like a door opening to a whole new world, learning and like filling a gap. That's what people say. When I was at Ellis Island tour, I 
I don't think of myself as really emotional about, you know, seeing my name, my family name on a gravestone or on a ship registry. But I went to Ellis Island, and they had a new computer program, and you could actually type in your family name and look at it. And there I found a photograph of the ship registry with my grandfather's name on it and his buddy and where they came from and where they were heading and how many dollars he had in his pocket. And to see his name and to know that he came to the New World with 20 bucks and his buddy and they're heading for Duluth a hundred years ago, I just, it overwhelmed me with emotion that I didn't even know was hiding inside of me. Beth, when you sort of uncovered your relatives, what was it like? I think Tord described it really well. Probably the most memorable part was getting to sit on a rock on the family farm that my great-great-grandfather had come from and, and left in Norway and never went back to. And, you know, you're kind of reading the story of somebody's life, and it makes you kind of think about your own story and your own life, and you just feel connected to a family and a line of people um, that's so much bigger than just yourself. The show is, I mean, it is this great adventure, but it's also almost this kind of rite of passage because there's so much time for self-discovery and, and growth, and that's a process that definitely happens and I think has really been happening to me ever since I went to Norway. So did you know your relatives beforehand? No, I knew, you know, I knew kind of where they were from. I knew that they were there, but I had no, really no contact with them. And I really, to be honest, I'm embarrassed to say this, but it wasn't even something that I realized was important to me until now I have this connection and, and it is such an important part of my life. So with the help of Tor and, and the show, All for Norway, you got to know your relatives. What, what was that like and, and have you been in touch with them since? Yeah, I remember being extremely excited but extremely nervous to meet them because something I had learned about Norwegians through this process is that, you know, they're not always necessarily the most talkative, the most outgoing, and I was sort of like, oh, my gosh, I'm just going to embarrass them, and, you know, I, I didn't know what they would think of me. But it was, I mean, it was just one of the best days of my life. We got to have a a family reunion, a big picnic together and sit down and share stories. And I've been back to visit them three times since. You know, with the Internet and social media, I talk to many of them, you know, for sure every week, some almost daily. Wow. So this really opened up a whole new dimension of your life that you didn't even realize was waiting to be opened up. Yeah, it really did. I mean, between talking to family and even just now, I'm so interested in, you know, like the politics in Norway And the news, you know, I watch other reality TV shows. I was watching the Norwegian Dancing with the Stars last night. Yeah, I just feel like my whole world really has been opened up thanks to Altfenare and um, all the amazing people that put their heart into it. Hey, Tor, when you think, when you listen to Beth and and hear how your reality show is more than just a comedic stunt, but it is actually opening a door to American Norwegians, to a a rich heritage, uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, actually, it's kind of humbling. As we went from, like I talked about, the fish out of water, more humorous stuff to actually tapping into the genealogy and heritage part more, we discovered that this was really, really important. And it's kind of surprising for us Norwegians because we live in our heritage every day. We take it for granted, so not that interested. And I actually think that is a loss for us as Norwegians because we are actually less interested in our ancestry than and the Norwegian Americans that come and and visit our country, and that's I think that's a loss for us Norwegians because we just take it for granted because grandma's always there, we know the family farm, we're it's so easily accessible that we actually forget to huh. to um, 
appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate it, yeah. It's very interesting because I was focused on Beth's uh, Eureka Moments, but your show is designed not for Americans but for Norwegians, and maybe an unintended consequence of the show is to let Norwegians remember how exciting their heritage is and how important it is to be mindful of that. Genealogy has actually now become a lot more popular. We've had this show and also I think a show that So Who Do You Think You Are? We also have a Norwegian Mm -hmm. version. And it's starting to become more and more popular in Norway to think in that way. Uh, And I think our show actually has contributed to that. But we're surprised at how important it is for Norwegian Americans to actually find out about Mm -hmm. their heritage. This is a reality show with, with more than entertainment as an agenda. Yeah, it is. We we tell important stories, and it actually matters for the contestants. It matters a lot, and it doesn't matter because there's a lot of money at stake or fame at stake. It matters because it's a personal development for the people who come here. And to be honest, Norwegians love to be bragged at. So having foreigners, you know, American people coming here to Norway and <laughs> and making it like f- feeling so moved and touched by it that, you know, touches our hearts and, and makes it very popular. I mean, everybody likes to be bragged about. So. so interesting. Tor, thank you so much. And I just want to close by Beth very quickly. Tell me three things. What was the grand prize that you won? When you go back to Norway, what is your favorite food that you look forward to eating? And when are you returning? Um, so the grand prize is that we get to ha- meet all our living relatives and have this amazing family reunion. And there is also a cash prize that comes along with it. My favorite food when I go back, I don't know if this is a food, but this is a meal. The Norwegian breakfasts, I swear, are the best breakfasts in the world. And I really look forward to the big um, Norwegian breakfast kind of buffet. And right now I'm actually for sure going back this summer and I'm trying to see if I can sneak in another trip maybe. <laughs> wow. And I got to ask you, what is it about the breakfast that is, is so good? Because my memory of Norwegian breakfasts is all sorts of amazing desserts. You know, it's, it's like everything. It's this huge buffet and we have all these choices of meats and fish and, you know, different fruits. And goat it's cheese. just like everything you could have wanted. Oh, the yay toast. Goat cheese. Yes, exactly. All right. And waffles. Oh. Well, you got to get back there in a hurry, it sounds like. Hey, Tor Oreld, thank you so much for joining us, and best wishes for uh, Alt for Norga. And Beth Butella. Thank you very much. Congratulations, Beth, on uh, reminding Norwegians what a beautiful heritage they have and possibly inspiring a lot of Americans, whether they're Norwegians or not, to find out from where they came. Thanks a lot for joining us. Thank you so much for having thank me. Thank you. Each year, Rick Steves Tour Guides take thousands of free-spirited travelers on escorted tours through Europe, one small group at a time. This year, you can choose from more than 40 different vacations in Europe's best destinations, from Ireland to Greece, and practically everywhere in between. Begin your next trip at ricksteves.com.